Welcome. You're listening to a message for the men's Sunday service. Be blessed as you listen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, that hallelujah is just for we in the house. Come on, shout hallelujah to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, please, we can have our seats. Uh, with deep honor in my heart, I want to appreciate you, Daddy and Mommy, for this opportunity, uh, even to bring uh, the word of God unto us. And I pray uh, that as we hear the word, the Holy Spirit will minister unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, this week uh, is actually the men's week. I would like the men to shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, everybody shout hallelujah. I don't want to be partial. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, so we've been looking at uh, Philippians uh, 3.10. I'd like that to be projected. Philippians 3.10. Uh, scripture there says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made comfortable unto his death. Hallelujah. Uh, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, ancient of this King of glory, we give you praise. We bless your name. Lord, we pray, Lord, as we look into your word this morning, come and help us. Sweet Holy Spirit, come and reveal yourself unto us. Lord, none of me, more of you, in the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way, Almighty Father. For in Jesus' mighty and precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, uh, during the week, I believe uh, on uh, Thursday, uh, we started uh, you know, by digging into the scripture. And uh, Pastor uh, also shared with us, you know, um, this topic that I may know him, that I may know him. And two things uh, that we picked even from that message was uh, for us to know God. Uh, the first thing that was said unto us is we need to study the word of God. And then secondly, we were told that we need to be obedient, obedient unto the word of the Lord. So this morning, uh, we're furthering even that same uh, uh, topic. We're going further into it to look at uh, what uh, God has in stock for us. So um, as a way of introduction, if we look at uh, the book of uh, Philippians, uh, Philippians was a book uh, which uh, Paul wrote uh, unto the, the, the Philip the Philippines, you know, when he was in chain. He didn't really even look at uh, the condition wherein he was. He didn't look at uh, the state of uh, 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 his state, but uh, he wrote unto the Philippians, encouraging them, you know, encouraging them in the Lord, telling them to, uh, uh, to guard themselves up and even to continue even in the good work of God, which is uh, preaching the gospel, uh, which is uh, uh, preaching the gospel. But uh, there's one thing I would just like to ask us this morning, and it's just a question. If we really want to uh, know God, the question I would like to uh, challenge us with, hallelujah, amen, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, the the, the uh, question I would like uh, us to, that I would like to ask us is, uh, what uh, 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 can we talk about God when we probably maybe we are in a place of work, or maybe we're in the mall, somebody approaches us and he asks us, what do you know about him? What do you know about God? So uh, the purpose of this uh, topic uh, this week or this uh, season is for us to uh, dig into the scripture and to know more about God, what God really wants us to know about him, you know, what God has in plan for us, the intention of God for our life, uh, and what God, even as a person, uh, 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 
uh, the character of God, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the good things and the good treasures that God asks for us. So that's what uh, we're looking at uh, this morning. So um, I would like us uh, to look at the first thing I have in my note here. The first step in knowing God is uh, to be born again. Praise the Lord. Uh, John 3, verse 5 to 7. John 3, verse 5 to 7. Jesus uh, answering uh, Nicodemus there, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So the first, the first step, if you want to know God, because the God is the God that you know, that you'll be able to you know, witness to other people. So the first step is to what? Is to give your life to Christ. The first step is to what? To, to dedicate yourself unto him. To say, okay, Father, I, I, I relinquish everything that uh, I'm chasing off uh, in, in the world. I just want to follow hard after you. I just want to know you. So the first step is to know God. We have to be born again. And uh, based on this scripture, we can see that salvation, you know, is very key even to our Christian journey in this head. Because if we are not saved, uh, I, I, I just want to tell you that when you, when you go out there in the world, uh, you can easily be, you know, be tossed around. You can easily just be overcome by the evil of the day. But we knowing God helps us, you know, to overcome all those challenges. Now that if we now know God, uh, the next thing after we're being born again is, is that we receive the gift of righteousness. We receive the gift of righteousness and the abundance of God's grace, even to work with God. I'd like us to turn our Bibles to Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Uh, Romans. Hallelujah. A scripture reading there, it says, For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. This means uh, that for us to reign, you know, as believers here on earth, we need the abundance of God's grace, you know, and the gift of righteousness, according to this scripture. And this can only come when we have what? By Jesus Christ. And it can only come when we have a relationship with him. You know, so therefore, as believers, we can't survive. We can't survive this world without the grace of God. And the Bible makes us to understand that uh, the, the, this grace of God that we're talking about is actually a gift. It's a gift that God gives unto us. So uh, for, for clarity, uh, uh, um, example of God's grace, you know, in our lives uh, includes uh, adoption. You know, that we were saved and adopted into the family of God is part of uh, God's grace for our lives. You know, his presence, his presence, you know, being with us everywhere of the way. We go to work, we go to church, we go to a store, everywhere we go. That the presence of God is with us, is a function of his grace. And uh, uh, that uh, God has also enabled us. He has enabled us to work with him. He has enabled us, you know, uh, 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 to do his work. It's, it's, it's part of God's grace. And even the freedom over sin, the ability to say no to sin, is also the grace of God. I would like us to quickly look at uh, Second uh, Peter, verse 1 to 2. Second Peter 1 to 2. It says, grace and peace be multiplied. Hallelujah. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So that means uh, if we're talking about uh, the grace of God, there's a relationship between the abundance of God's grace and the abundance of knowledge. According to this scripture, it says grace and peace be multiplied unto you. So if grace is so crucial in our Christian journey, if grace is so important in our lives, uh, 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 the scripture here is making us to understand that there is a relationship between the knowledge of God 
are multiplying that grace in our lives. So that, this, this is telling us that as believers, we need to seek after God. We need to go into the scripture. We need to dig uh, uh, more of God because the more of him that we have, the grace of God will be multiplied upon our lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Uh, I would like us to quickly, sorry, we'll be looking at a lot of scripture this morning because we're actually uh, uh, trying to know God. Uh, John 17 verse 3. John 17 verse 3. Hallelujah. It says, and this is life eternal. Mama was quoting the scripture earlier on. That they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. You know, eternal life uh, in this scripture uh, is the God kind of life. Is the God kind of life. the life that is called what? The Zoe. The Zoe kind of life. So for us to experience, you know, the Zoe kind of life of God, where everything begins to work for us. We need to what? Grow in our knowledge of him. We need to walk with God. We need to what? We need to be constant. We need to be diligent in our pursuit of God. And I pray that God will grant us that grace even as we seek more of him in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So in this kingdom, the knowledge of the word of God is critical and very essential. You see, when the vicissitude of life comes, which uh, it will surely come. And as our, pa our pastor Mrs. always say, he said, life always will happen. Life will happen. There's nothing you can do about it, either the good or the bad. You see, but one anchor, one anchor that we can hold on to is the word of God that resides in us. It's that word of God that's in our individual lives that we've been studying. So therefore, we need the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, in our study of this word of God. This word of God that we say we want to look at. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to guide us, even to look at to look at this word of God. So I'd like us to turn our Bible to Matthew 16, and we're looking at uh, verse 13 to 17. Matthew 16, verse 13 to 17. So I'll, I'll quickly read through. It says, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Here, Jesus, uh, sorry, uh, still verse, verse 13. Here, Jesus was asking his disciples that what do men say about me? You've been with me, but people around me, what are they saying about me? Verse 14. And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. They were just giving different names. Why? Because uh, John just uh, recently died. So they were saying, oh, this is John incarnate. This is John that came back. Uh, and, but he, he now said, he said unto them, but whom say ye I am? Jesus is asking them this question just simply because They've been with him. They've been associating with him. They've eaten with him. They've journeyed with him. Even if outside the outsiders don't really know more about him, at least those that are very close to him should be able to say who he is. Verse 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus uh, answered in verse 17. He said, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon, by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, but in, in, in our present world, uh, what the scripture is, is trying to teach us is that for us to know more of God, we need the help of the Holy Spirit. We need, we need the Holy Spirit to interpret what the scripture, uh, the scripture that we are reading out unto us. So for this, um, we'll look at the topic, type of spiritual knowledge that a believer needs to pursue type of spiritual knowledge that a believer needs to pursue. The first one I have written here is, number one, the knowledge of God and Jesus' Son. Praise the Lord. Uh, Proverbs 9, verse 10. Proverbs 9, verse 10. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, 
and the knowledge of the holy is his understanding. So the first thing when we're seeking knowledge as believers is to what? Is to seek after the knowledge of God and Jesus. And the truth of the matter is once you start pursuing the knowledge of God, the Holy Spirit helps you to understand. The Holy Spirit begins to interpret the scriptures unto you. He begins to relate one scripture into another. He begins to I, I relate one verse into another. Those things that you've been taught in time past that you can't even remember, the Holy Spirit begins to bring you, it brings it into your memory, even as you begin to uh, uh, dwell and study His Word. Uh, Daniel 11, verse 32. Hallelujah. Daniel 11, verse 32. Amen. It says, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt thy flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. So, this is one of the advantages of knowing God. This is one of the advantages of knowing God because obviously we live in a big wicked world. We live in a big wicked world. But the truth of the matter is when you know your God, Bible, uh, the scripture is making us understand that you shall be strong so, and do exploits. But for you to do exploits in life is a function of the knowledge of God that you have in you. Praise the Lord. So I see God giving us that grace even to begin to study more of him in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The second point here, he says, you must know yourself in Christ. You know yourself in light of the scripture and the finished work of Calvary. Psalm 49 verse 20. Psalm 49 verse 20. Praise the Lord. He says, man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beast that perishes. Praise the Lord. You know, this, this scripture begs the question, who am I in light of the scripture? What does the scripture say about me? Now, for us to answer this question, uh, we can quickly look at 1 Peter 2 verse 9. Because 1 Peter uh, 2 verse 9 has these answers for us. It says, but ye are a chosen generation. Praise the Lord. I would like you to turn to your neighbor and say, you are a chosen generation. You, you are a royal priesthood. That means individually, in our different home, we are a priest unto our God. It says we are a holy nation. That means God has given us that grace to run away from sin. It says you are a peculiar people. You are a peculiar what person. God has created you specially. Even in that way you feel, uh, 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 maybe in that way that you feel that, oh God, uh, I'm not perfect in this place. I'm not. God has created you for a purpose. And, and if, if you continue to really look at that verse, it says that ye, this is the purpose, why God has actually uh, chosen you you know, as a separate generation, a royal priest to the holy nation, that you should show forth his praise. Who has called you out of darkness? Out of what? Out of darkness. If you, if, if I believe a, a good number of us will come back from, you know, a lineage whereby we worship what? Uh, idol worshiping. And we all know what uh, the scripture has said because you know a lot of uh, things that maybe our forefathers have done. You know how many people they've sacrificed, you know, unto uh, various people. And there have been causes that have been laid. But because of we coming into Christ, he has said that what? He has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. He has called us out of all those causes. He has called us out of fornication. He has called us out of backbiting. He has called us out of all of those evil uh, 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 devices, all those uh, things that the uh, devil has packaged for us into his what? Into his marvelous light. I see God helping us in the mighty name of Jesus, even as we proceed in our Christian journey in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 6. Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 6. It says, And you had he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirits that are now walketh in the children of disobedience. Verse 3. 
among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desire of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature of children of wrath, even as others. For, thank you. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherein he loved us. Thank you. Even when we were dead in sin, had quickened us with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Hallelujah. And had raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. So this, this is the work of, uh, uh, the finished work of uh, uh, Calvary that God has done for us. So the third point I have here says, you need to know your place in God's agenda. Because obviously God has an agenda. We're just not here by accident. And I would like us to, I would like to ask us this question. You know, we can reflect on this question even in our home. Uh, that what is my place in God's kingdom? Because the truth of the matter is God just didn't just create us. What, what, what is my place in God's kingdom? And that we're seated here this morning, we should also ask that question. Why has God planted me in Christ Chapel Berry? I would like us to just reflect on this question. Why has God planted me in Christ Chapel Berry? What is my role in God's end time agenda? Praise the Lord. You see, uh, no matter how busy, no matter how busy we are, we have to find time for God. Praise the Lord. He says, uh, 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 is, uh, praise the Lord. The breath in our nostrils, the truth of the matter is, if it's taken away in a second, we just realize that we're, we're just a pack of sand. We're literally, we're literally uh, just uh, uh, empty. The, but if we, if, if, if we can uh, uh, focus and gather ourselves, gather our thoughts, gather everything that concerns us, our time, our money, even to pursue after God, then we have a purpose. We have a purpose in life and we're in so doing, fulfilling God's agenda for our life. Praise the Lord. Look for verse 16 to 17, just to buttress this point. Look for 16 to 17. There Jesus finds his agenda. Praise the Lord. He went uh, uh, to Nazareth, and uh, he says, and he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Praise the Lord. 17. And there, were, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Praise the Lord. Yeah, please, where it was written concerning him, the spirit of the Lord. You know, this is where uh, in the scripture that Jesus Christ found, you know, the, his, his purpose in life, found the agenda why God has sent him to earth. Hebrew 10 verse 17. Hebrew 10 verse 7. Praise the Lord. Hebrew 10 verse 7. Thank you, technical. Hebrew 10 verse 7. Amen. It says, then said, hi, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will. Praise the Lord. This is the whole purpose of man. We are to do the will of God. But the truth of the matter is, how can we do the will of God when we're not studying him? How can we do the will of God when we're not close to him? So I would like to just challenge us this morning, you know, uh, to, to look at those areas of our lives that we want to turn around and so that we can follow hard after God. Praise the Lord. Number four, here in my note here says, you must understand the mysteries and the principle of the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, you see, when we begin to dwell upon the word of God, when we begin to open the scripture, we begin, we can, then we can now begin to see, you know, the mysteries. The mysteries, like in Matthew 13, verse 18 to 35, there, there was a parable of the sower. But in essence, God was actually just teaching us how God works in the heart of men. 
you know, there are uh, there are other people who like the the word of God fell onto thorns, fell onto rocky surface, and but there were some people that the word of God actually fell even onto a good soil in their hearts. But the end result of it is some came with thirty, sixty, and what and hundredfold. That means. Uh, when we uh, have the word of God and it's growing in our heart, we also need to what? To engage it to produce results in our life. I see God helping us in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Number five, it says you must understand man as the peak of God's creation. Praise the Lord. You see, on, on the sixth day in Genesis 1 verse 22, God said, let us make man in our image and likeness and give him dominion over all. Our God's plan and purpose uh, for him is to bless us according to Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says, for I have for I know the plans I have uh, towards you, declares the Lord. The plan to prosper you and not to harm you. That means God has a purpose for our life. God's intention is for us to what? To succeed uh, uh, as men. However, we need to understand man as the peak of God's creation. Because the truth of the matter is, if God is going to bless us, we need to also understand that God is not going to come from heaven to earth to bless us. He's going to what use that same man that is beside you. He's going to use that same man that you come across in your place of work or in any uh, uh, sphere of life. So uh, uh, um, why are we talking about this? Uh, uh, it is wisdom for us to honor men around our lives because the truth of the matter is you might not really know whom your destiny helper is. You might not know whom God has placed you know, to help you. So uh, I, I would like us, you know, because the, the truth of the matter is when uh, um, we place pride in ourselves or we're being haughty, we don't, some of us might not even know when we're going to push uh, that person away that God has really sent to help us. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And then six, the sixth one says, you must know that the devil is your adversary. John 10, 10. Praise the Lord. John 10, 10. It says, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Praise the Lord. Here we can see the three uh, 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 ministry food of the devil. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. So we, if we know that this is the intention of devil for our life, However, how can we escape this? We can only escape this when we come what? When we draw closer to God. When we begin to study the word of the Lord. I see God helping us even to grow more spiritually in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. I'll quickly look at this. Our three channels of knowing God. You know, the topic we're looking at is that I may know him. That I may know him. The first uh, channel, just like we, we learned uh, uh, during the week, is through the word of God. Through the scripture. John chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, for emphasis. John chapter 1. Here, uh, basically, the, the, the scripture is just telling us that what the word of God is, what is God. If you want to know God, you just have to what? You have to study the word of God. Praise the Lord. Another way that we can know God, another channel that through which we can know God is what? To st the study of the names of God. Praise the Lord. The names of God carries God's power. If we look at Exodus 3, verse 13 to 15. Exodus 3, 13 to 15. Here, Moses had an encounter with God. He says, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and, say, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. Praise the Lord. This this is one name of the Lord. Uh, uh, this is one name of the Lord. You know Moses. If we look at his story, he ran away from Egypt. Now he was asking God, that, "Okay, you've sent me back, and 
the truth of the matter is, in Egypt, there are various gods. So I cannot just go to Egypt and say, oh, I, am co I, I come to you uh, in the name of God. They were asking which God. You know? So that was why Moses was asking this question. And God told him, tell them that what? I am that I am. You know, has sent me. You know? So we need to what? To study the name of the Lord. In Exodus 6, verse 1 to 3, praise the Lord. Exodus 6, verse 1 to 3, it says, Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shall thou see that I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand he shall let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is another name of the Lord. He says, And I appear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, by the name of God Almighty. But by the name Jehovah was I not known unto them. Praise the Lord. Here we can also see that what the name of God is what is Jehovah. If we begin to search the scripture, we can see a lot of uh, the names of the Lord. Is Elohim, our, our creator God in Genesis 1.1. Is El Leon, the most high God supreme in Genesis 14.20. Is El Shaddai, the God almighty, the all-sufficient one in Genesis 17 verse 1. Is El Roy, the God who sees me in Genesis 16 verse 13. Is El Gibor, the mighty God who rescues, Isaiah 9 verse 6. Is Adonai, the Lord Master. Is Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. Is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner. Is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that is. Is Jehovah Sekenu, the Lord that righteous. Is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Praise the Lord. So every time we want to see or learn uh, a dimension of the name of God, uh, we just need to what? To go back to the scriptures. Because that's the only place where we can see him. And I see God answering us, even according to his name, when we seek after him, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And then thirdly, uh, 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 the channel of knowing God is through Jesus Christ himself. Praise the Lord. You see, one of the reasons uh, Jesus came uh, to hurt, apart from salvation, is to show us who God is. Is to show us what God represents. It's, it's for him to give us an image of what God is. You know, in the Old Testament, you know, God forgave. He healed. He was merciful amongst others. So, Jesus coming to the head, if indeed uh, Jesus was uh, 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 a, represent, a representation of God, God, that means Jesus too what? Must also have to heal. He, because he, 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 uh, uh, if you look at um, Mark chapter 2 verse 5, he was, he was looking at that sick man. He said, son, thy sin be forgiven thee. And immediately that man was healed. And also I want us to remember that he healed even that man at the pool of Bethsaida, who had no help out for what? For 38 years. And Jesus also, in, in John 14, verse 9, he says, if you see me, when we were asking him, who is the Father? He said, if you've seen me, that means you have seen the Father. So if we want to really know God, we can study what? The person of Jesus, because he represented what? God himself. Praise the Lord. So the next question, or the next thing we want to look at is what we need to know about God. Praise the Lord. The first one I have here is God is infinite. God is infinite. I, I, Isaiah 40, verse 28. Isaiah 40, verse 28. Praise the Lord. It says, Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the head, fainted not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Praise the Lord. Here, the, the, the scripture leaves us uh, with a disclaimer that no matter the level of our searching, no matter how we want to, you know, uh, uh, no matter how we, 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 we're searching about God to uh, the scripture is making us that relative to how big God is, relative to how verse he is, we cannot what? We cannot 
there's no searching of his understanding. That means we cannot understand him in all in all. However, because I don't want uh, this uh, someone to say, oh, eh, since I can't know God, eh, there's no need of me studying him. God himself, you know, is cautioning, is encouraging us to explore him. Because if you look at uh, Jeremiah 29 verse uh, 13, he says, you will seek me and find me when you search uh, for me with all your heart. However, what Isaiah 40 verse 20 is making us to understand is, even when we get to heaven, we're still knowing God. Praise the Lord. Because, why? There is no, there is no searching of his understanding. It's just, it's just so awesome. His, his vastness is just, so, just so large. Praise the Lord. So, uh, I, um, I would want to just keep encouraging us that we have to what? We have to find time, no matter how busy our schedule is, you know, to dedicate ourselves unto God, you know, and to begin to search the scripture on a daily basis. And Remembering what uh, even Pastor shared with us on, on Thursday, you know, even as men, like I just want to sound, uh, just to say, state it again, in case if anybody uh, didn't um, hear it, you know, as men, we're the priest of our homes. So it's, it's our responsibility, you know, uh, to develop that culture whereby we read the word of God, even with our children, just like Pastor shared with us on Thursday, you know, and in, in probably maybe morning, evening, you uh, just based on your schedule. We have to what? You know, bring our children up in the way of the Lord. And how can we do this? You know, by opening up the scriptures unto them, asking them to read, you know, asking them to what? To, to explain. And then, uh, just like you said, you come and do what? A summary. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the living Jesus. The second uh, 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 thing here is uh, God is omnipotent, uh, is omniscient, and is also omnipresent. Praise the Lord. The, uh, 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 God is omnipotent here. It means that what God is the all-powerful God. You know, uh, the truth of the matter is uh, man is not all-powerful. The, the, the power that any man has is, is, is a power that is derived. Maybe uh, militarily, uh, you, uh, maybe using scientifically, uh, he has acquired wealth, he has acquired uh, maybe some bombs and all those things. But our God, the God that we serve, is what is the all-powerful God. If we want to, if, if, if we really want to just study man, just look at all the great men that we have in, in history. Where are they today? Where's the Napoleon of this world? Where are all the Caesars of this world? You know? So man is finite in his power, but God is omnipotent. Uh, also, God is what is omniscient. is the all-knowing God. The all-knowing God. And here also, uh, uh, man's uh, uh, ability to know everything is what? Is limited. We can't, we can't know everything. Now, that is why the scripture says we know in part and we prophesy in part. And God is also what is omnipresent. He is everywhere. Psalm 139. I'd like us to turn our Bible to Psalm 139 as we read verse 7 to 12. Psalm 139. It says, Whither shall I go from the Spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? It says, If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uppermost part of the sea, even thou, even there shall thou, shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. So, the, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, the truth of the matter is, there is nowhere. Even you go underneath the ground, you go up heaven, God is what? God is everywhere. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. So uh, the next thing we just want to quickly look at, and the time is running out, uh, is uh, what God expects us to know about him. Praise the Lord. The first one I have here is God expects us to know his character. God expects us to know his character. Exodus 33, verse 18 to 19. Exodus 33, verse 18 to 19. And he said, 
I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Please keep going on. To 19. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy unto whom I will show mercy. Here in this scripture, we saw Moses was asking God for what? For, for his what? For his glory. But God decided to give him what? His goodness. And the goodness that God showed unto Moses uh, was what uh, uh, helped Moses. The, that this encounter was what helped Moses, you know, even to write the book of uh, uh, Genesis, uh, 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 Exodus, Leviticus, you know, the first five books of the Bible. It was just as a result of his encounter with the goodness of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. So, uh, uh, my brothers and sisters, I would like us, you know, in our individual life, try and, uh, uh, you know, seek out, seek out for God and seek for the goodness of God. And I pray that as we seek out for his goodness, he shall show us his goodness in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You know, one another character of, the, of, of God can also be seen in Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. I'll just, uh, for, for our time's sake, uh, uh, um, we don't need to read that. It says, uh, but here, God gives power to the faint. You know, to them that have no might, it gives strength. You know, this is, uh, this is another of God's character. So when we empty ourselves before him, when we come before him knowing that, God, I'm nothing. I'm just, I'm just, uh, 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 I'm just a dust because you just kept, uh, have the breath of life in me. That is why I'm what I am. So when God sees this in us and, you know, that humbleness, that humility, God himself, what? Will, ra will raise us up. And we all know what the scripture says about uh, 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 anybody who is proud. If you, want, if you want God to fight you, just be proud. Because God himself is the one that is going to what? To pull that person down. Praise the Lord. I see God lifting us up, even as we walk uh, scripturally in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I would like us to turn our Bible to um, Psalm 145, verse 8 to 20. Here we'll, we'll be looking at a picture of a God uh, that we're called to serve. Psalm 145, thank you. It says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Even in the first verse here, it's also uh, describing the character of God. God is what? is gracious. And is full of what? Compassion. So no matter the sin you think you've sinned, that uh, nobody has sinned as you, God can what? God is what? God can always forgive you. Scripture is also making us here to understand that God is slow to anger. Praise the Lord. God is slow to anger. And that's why even the devil has that long uh, 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 time that is doing all what he's doing. It's, it's just what? It goes with us with the character of who God is. You know, yesterday I believe we were also talking about character even in, our, uh, uh, in the leadership class. And this, the scripture here is also saying this, and God is of, what, of great mercy. So anytime you are in any situation or anytime, if not necessarily even in any situation, you can always call on this God who shows what? Great mercy. And it is, is, in, it is his nature, is his character. He can't deny himself. It's just who he is. And the mercy of God will locate us in the mighty name of Jesus. Please, let's just keep reading. It says, the Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Praise the Lord. This, this scripture is also emphasizing us what? Uh, emphasizing to us the character of God. It says, the Lord is good to all, and his tender... Please go ahead, number 10. It says, all thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy, and thy saints shall bless thee. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Thank you, sir. It says, they shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To make known to the sons of men is abundant acts and the, 
glorious majesty of his kingdom. The kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth to all generations. So if we just keep reading uh, down uh, 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 straight through to uh, 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 20, we're going to be seeing you know, the picture of what God is, the God that we're called to serve. We're going to see all his goodness, all his character, everything that we can lay hold on, uh, 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 everything that we can see in that scripture is something that we can lay hold on to. It's something that we can say, okay, God, this is your nature. God, this is who you are. I claim this in you, and we can use it to war in a place of prayer. I see God answering us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'd like us to turn to uh, Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. We're still looking at uh, at the character of God. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. He says, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who he let all thy diseases. These are the character of God. He forgives, he heals. Who redeems thy life from destruction. Praise the Lord. Who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. So these, these are what the scripture has described, you know, as the benefits that God has given unto us. So we can, you know, in our place of study, we can use this scripture to what? To, to pray unto God and to, you know, to remind him, to say, God, your word have said this, your word have said this, your word has said this, that you redeem it, you crown it, you satisfy. And, you know, when we approach God with those words, even with humility of heart, God shall answer us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, therefore, if we understand the character of God, there's no limit to what we can do. Praise the Lord. Amen. Here, God is saying uh, that uh, he would never leave us, you know. And as a result of this, he sent uh, the comforter, who is what? The Holy Spirit. That's when Jesus was leaving the earth. And uh, the scripture also makes us to understand that when man says that there's a casting down, God is saying what? There is a lifting up. So these are all the character of God, you know, that we can study, that we can use to what? To know God. You know, King, if you remember King uh, Ezekiah, you know, uh, 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 he reminded God when... when um, Prophet Isaiah approached unto him and said, oh, pack up your bed, make up your home, you are going to die. But what? Uh, uh, um, according to 2 Kings uh, verse 20 there, you know, Ezekiah would be what? He said, God, you should remember how I have worked with you. And because he's a faithful God, he had to send, you know, Prophet uh, uh, Isaiah back and said, no, I'm going to add an additional 15 name, uh, f- sorry, 15 years onto his life. I see God answering us even as we call upon him, even in the place of prayer, via his word, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Um, I don't know if I'm running out of time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, uh, praise the Lord. I would just like us to go before God and let's just begin to appreciate his name. Let's just begin to bless his name. Let's be, just begin to thank this good God. Let's begin to exalt his name. Let's begin to thank that Father, help me to know you. Help me, Father, to know you. Help me to follow hard after you. Lord, grant me the grace, Lord, even to be diligent in seeking after you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, the enemy will not sift me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father. For in Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. Thank you for listening to the message by the men of valor of Christ Chapel Barry.